Today's show is brought to you by PayPal. PayPal is offering listeners to this podcast the opportunity to jumpstart your business with PayPal Working Capital. There's no credit check required. You can pay one affordable fixed fee and you can automatically repay with a percentage of your sales. Visit paypal.com forward slash success to take advantage of this opportunity. Additional terms and conditions apply to the 550 promotion. Please visit paypal.com. Again, paypal.com forward slash success for more information. Today's show is also brought to you by Organifi, the best tasting green blend on the market. They're cold processed, guys, to retain all of the nutrients. And if you're looking to fill all the nutritional gaps and buffer out that new stress that your body has to deal with on a daily basis, check out Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% on your order. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. What's happening, y'all? Let's get it. And live from Clearwater, Florida, Dr. Douglas, the hip hop preacher. What's going on? Yeah, I think this is my second podcast where I'm looking at uh, not technically the ocean, but a big body of water. Uh, sec- second this month? What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, Every time you're on vacation. Right. Yeah, huh. You know what I'm saying? On vacation. You've been on vacation yeah. more than you've been home. I'm not always at the, on the balcony overlooking something. I could have been. I was, hey, well, well, yeah, Chicago hey. was a little pier. It was a little small, uh, tiny water compared to Barbados and uh, clear water. I just mm, want to know mm, who's going to mm. explain to Candace why I got to do the podcast after Trey wake up and start running loose through the house because the hip-hop preacher grabbed the wrong cord and we're getting started <laughs> late. I want to see who's going to explain that. Hey, hey, well, I think it was easier to explain to Candace than to Carl. So at least I know, you know, with Carl, I ain't got to worry about getting this audio out. I said, that's a great thing, Carl. Carl, I caught it. The old E. Carl would have called you like, uh, hey, Carl. Uh, I, hey man, hey, check it out. Hey, you know that fire podcast we did? Yeah, yeah they yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah, that was the that was the old E would have done that right there. So I feel real good about myself right now that it took me an extra 10, 15 because I realized something was wrong before it was wrong. I'm yeah, we better, definitely Carl. appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate that for sure. Hundred percent, man. Hey, am I tripping or? Is there nothing worse than having a fly in your doggone kitchen or mm. your house? Mm. Bruh, I spent, before I called y'all, at 4 o'clock this morning, I spent a good 15 having a, a mano y mano with a fly in the kitchen, <laughs> I promise you. I still didn't get him. I, but listen, what is it about having a fly that turns you into like a serial killer? Like I'm stalking my man around. I'm like busting down dishes. I'm like about to tear up the whole kitchen trying to catch well, a fly. Well, you're not paying rent. And, he violated well, exactly. your space. <laughs> and it was hard because usually my go-to strategy during the daytime is cut all the lights off and then open the blinds. Right. And let me tell you something. We got them expensive blinds too. 
And let me, I am willing to tear them suckers down <laughs> to kill one fly. I close, like, if you fly in the blinds, you got, I, like, that's it's when I turn, game. like, evil. <laughs> like, I'm like Dr. Evil. Like, you fly in the blinds, I'm like, yep, boom. I close the blinds on you, and then I'm smashing the blinds, like, about to break out the windows and the blinds for a fly. I'm like, whoa. I was like, yo, you might be doing a little too much for the fly. But, mm. uh, yeah, no, I missed them this morning, but I'm like, shoot. I'm 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 back on it as soon as the podcast is over. But for real, it's nothing worse than having a fly. I just can't stand well, it. Bro. I think, flying see, the all other, your food. The other challenge too is you bought this sweet alarm system. You know what I'm saying? You paid all this money <laughs> for the sweet alarm system. And here's oh, no this, doubt. here's this one individual that's able to get past uh, that. Hole. But did y'all hear uh, the story yeah. real Stealth quick mode. about the lady who got into a terrible car accident because she had a spider dangling from. Uh, her oh, car, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of thought about like I'm. Not, I don't have a phobia for fly uh, flies or spiders or any insect for that matter. And I was kind of like feeling bad for her because I'm like, yo, uh, one should outdo the other. Like you should, you should know you're gonna, you know, you're gonna kill yourself getting into a car accident. But I guess a phobia right, is right. a phobia, and it doesn't allow you. Well, to- you know, not even a phobia. I think for that, it might just be like you know, in that moment of. <laughs> Just a little react. tarantula drop down yeah. from the ceiling. You like, uh. whoa. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you ain't got a phobia, that might throw you off a little bit. Yeah, but you know can, what you I'm just swipe? can you just swipe left? You know, you can't oh, just yeah. swipe yeah, left. You, you reacting. Yeah, you reacting. Yeah, so you yeah, never know how yeah. they go. React versus respond. Yeah, she didn't, yeah you, you got to respond in a situation like that. But no, that's scary, bro. I always thought about that. One time it was a bee in the car with me on the highway. I don't know how a bee got trapped in my car, but I remember being like, okay, focus. You Take this beast thing and just eat it if you got to. Yeah, go eat that. Eat yeah. it. Go on and what you do. Do y'all have any? Do y'all have any phobias? Heights? Anything? Any, anybody got any phobias? I can't call it a phobia. I'm not a fan of snakes. It ain't like a phobia because I've touched them before that kind of stuff. But I'm just not a fan of them for real, for real. Yeah. E? Yeah. I think my biggest phobia is not eating. You know what I'm saying? Like I fear, you know, not having a meal. You know what I'm saying? Missing three, four meals. I waited to see you until he finished to me. make sure that's what he said. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. I'm like, did he say not? Yeah, that's yeah. my biggest phobia. I think yeah. we all got a phobia of not eating. Yeah, yeah, I got a mean one about missing a meal. You know what I'm saying? That's like with the homeless boy, I'm for yeah. sure. Oh, for no sure, questions yeah. asked. No questions yeah. asked. Yeah, I miss breakfast and I'm feeling like. Oh yeah, no, man. yeah, that no, no do bugs you, though, man. no nah. bugs though. Y'all know, y'all know, I overcame a, a, a serious phobia. Oh, so, definitely. Um, yeah, no, I was, uh, I had a huge, um, I, well, I don't know what it's called when you're scared of birds, but I'm sure there's a technical name for it. But um, if y'all remember what happened, and this is a verifiable story, if you ever get to talk <laughs> to the great philosopher Carlos Queen Quinney Senior, you can ask him this story to verify. One morning I was downstairs, I was probably about seven or eight. I was downstairs on the couch uh, watching cartoons, chilling, minding my own business. Whole family was upstairs asleep. All of a sudden I started hearing like fluttering going on. I'm like, what? Like in the crib. All of a sudden a bird flies into the room I'm in. I'm like, yo. And he flies back out. So then I'm like, shoot, I put the covers over my head and then he flew back in. And he was like flying around me. So I was like, all right, I'm about to run upstairs and get my dad. So I run upstairs and start yelling for my dad. My dad, of course, you know, you hear your child just, you know, 
yelling, screaming, running up the stairs. My dad, boom, hops out the bed. My dad in his drawer still. And so I shoot into the guest room. The bird flies behind me. And my dad is now running behind me trying to swap the bird down. So the bird is like still behind me. So I run out of the guest room into the bathroom. The bird still following me. My dad still following the bird trying to swipe it out the air, but he can't hit it. So this time I'm running towards my room and I run to my room and I like, I'm talking about grab the door and slam the door behind me. I'm talking about like, like as hard as I can and like dive on the bed, right? I hear my dad say, oh, shoot. But he didn't say shoot. And I was like, you know, I'm breathing hard. I'm looking. I turn around and look up. The bird's head got caught. Like at the top of the door, his head was on my side of the door and his body and tail and stuff was on my dad's side of the door. And the bird was just like, eyes was open, looking dead at me. My dad started like, whoa. Yeah, that's not a phobia. Say, that's real. Yeah, that's not a phobia. Hey, and he opened the door and the bird dropped. Mm. I promise y'all. And Carl and them, no, I'm not playing. Uh-huh. Like, yo, I had a bad phobia. Like, you know, you go to the park and it's like pigeons just walking around your feet and stuff like Yo, I had a real bad phobia, and I don't really know. I, I prayed about it a couple of times. I think right around the time, because I still had it when I met y'all, right? Oh, when, when we went to see the Statue of Liberty, I don't know if you remember, but okay, I, yeah. you had told me about it, and I didn't think it was that deep. And we on the, yeah. the ferry going across to that joint, and see was, I'm talking about head between his knees, because like you said, the pigeons and stuff was running around, oh, yeah, and I'm no. like, oh, no, that's real. Like, C was oh, bugging. Oh, yeah, no, it was bad, bro. Oh. And I don't know how, I don't really know how, I just kind of manned up, like, I was just like, okay, it's getting ridiculous now one day. So I just, now I still don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not about to have no pet bird or nothing. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I'm straight walking down the street or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, but no, nah, man, them phobias is real. So um, anyway, uh, let's do a, a, a MD health check on both of y'all because uh, y'all, y'all, E, you had a little something going on the other day. Carl, you you got the allergies oh, back. You done man. came back to Michigan. It's 40 degrees. <laughs> your yo, uh, sinuses is beating you. E, your Blew throat out. was hurting. Are y'all all right? Let me check on my brothers before we get this podcast underway. Yeah, um, I'm telling you something. Apparently, E, I'm allergic to Michigan. That's what I found out coming back from Barbados. Oh, Literally no question. I could have told plane, you that, bro. Yeah, you got a phobia in Michigan. A phobia of Michigan. Yeah, getting off the Michigan plane. Phobia. I promise. I'm talking about. I just <laughs> felt that little tickle in the throat. My nose, man, I'm telling you, the last couple of days, I've been Benadryl, like living on Benadryl. I ain't the dude to take nothing, like for real. I, I'm, it ain't that deep to me. But this whole week, man, like I've been hitting Benadryl and just passing out. I'm talking my head hurting, the sniffles, the sneeze. I'm talking the sneezing that you might mess your back up, that kind of sneeze. Like, that, oh. yeah, that joint. So, like, I, I almost want to, like, brace myself to sneeze against a wall or sit down or something, but... Um, as of this morning, like I'm a little better. I can still hear a little stuffiness, but it's not as, you know, like my head ain't hurting all that no more. So it's, it's, it's on the upside now, man. But a couple of days was a little tricky. I ain't gonna lie. Yep. And hip hop preacher. You, you know, you I don't, I, I don't want to, I didn't want to talk about mine, <clears throat> but I guess, you know, <clears throat> I'll tell the story, but, um, it's like Carl said, I had a little tickling of the throat and, um, you know, the tickle, I, you know, Carl, I, I just decided I was going, you know, do the airborne. For, mm. you know, for those of you not familiar with that term, maybe it's emergency, you know, whatever, you know, vitamin C supplement you take. 
But, um, you know, I, I did a couple of those. I usually don't do much at all. I've, I've been in good health, just try to eat right and just try to stay active. And um, so I hit that. Tickle, Tickle was there in Chicago. The Tickle traveled with me to North Carolina. Mm. So uh, I'm, I'm going to be real. When I got to Florida, I was a little nervous. And so, you know, Didi's a, a RN, you know, so I told Didi what was going on. She told me, oh, you good. You're just tired. You know, your body <laughs> needs some rest. You've been traveling quite a bit. You, you went from Barbados to Chicago, North Carolina, Tampa, Florida. She like the humidity here is like unbelievable. And uh, you know, you, it's the fourth quarter. You getting ready for the fourth quarter, baby, you good. So mm-hmm. I, I ain't told nobody this. I hate that she asked me because I was just gonna let it ride in the sunset. Um, but I got up, you know, my three o'clock morning boy. And instead of taking a walk and talk with the Lord, I went to the ER and, um, you you know, yeah, I went to the ER because I was like, this is crazy. You told me this yesterday. You said you ain't tell nobody. You told me. Oh, oh, (laughs) yeah. I ain't heard nothing about it. So he, I didn't tell Carl. He's honest on my end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't tell Carl. If I didn't tell you and Carl. I was like, man, he already (laughs) told me he went to the ER. What's he going to say this time? What else did you do? I'm just saying, if I told you, but I didn't tell Carl, I didn't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying, Carl? Is that fair to say? No because doubt. I didn't tell both of y'all. I didn't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, okay. That yeah, was so dramatic. Yeah, I was yeah, waiting on the punchline. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just saying I didn't tell Carl. So I didn't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I'm telling Carl, I'm telling the podcast before I got a chance to tell Carl. So I, <laughs> right. I, didn't, I didn't tell nobody. So uh, I go to the ER and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, the lady is asking me what's wrong, Carl. I'm pretty much letting her know I got strep throat. You know, because my throat hurt. It's terrible, you know. And so she asked me on a scale of 110, 10 being the highest, you know, how you feeling? And I said 10, which, which most is, pain. Uh, uh, if I'm here, it's a 10, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I just right. come in for yeah, about so a two and a half. Yeah. Well, I'm I, ER with the two and yeah. a half, boy. Oh, I ain't going to lie. I told her it was a three. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to catch the strep throat before it got too bad, you know? And so... Um, she tells me, you know, we had good news for you. And I'm like, what's the good news? She's like, you don't have strep throat. So now I'm hurt, mm. Carl, because I got to go mm. back and tell Dee Dee no, I don't no, got no. strep throat. But I'm still <laughs> waiting, though. I don't got strep throat, but I got a baby throat or something. I got baby throat. <laughs> I got something. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not feeling 120. You know what I'm saying? Something's wrong here. And so she's like, no, you good. Whatever you have, give it about 24 hours. And, It'll go through your system. And so I get home, and of course, you know, I tell Dee Dee, you know, and she a registered nurse. So she's like, why you just pay $100 to somebody oh, no to tell you what mm. I told you? you <laughs> right. know? And I said, well, you know, you ain't looking at my body. You ain't looking nothing. Like, you just told me I was good. She, uh, she came up with another phrase, another term. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. To, yeah, 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 to make your boy yep, feel low, 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 low. <laughs> She said, I told you be, I told you two days ago because you didn't have a fever. Because I was like, Carl, how dare you tell me I'm good? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not in my body. Right. She's like, you didn't have a fever. I could, tell, I could tell by your body language throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah, you, are, you were a little lethargic, but that's probably the humidity. That's probably all the traveling. You know, you, you're still getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not giving your body a chance to really rest, rest. What you have, my friend, is a man cold. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, mm. I was mm. hurt. I said, a what? And she said it like, I've had a baby. It was with that tone mm-hmm. that yeah, I have no doubt. I've experienced PMS. <laughs> no, that's me all day, bro. Yeah, you know that's what I'm saying? That's me all day. And, and so, yeah, so no. yeah, I was a little hurt by the way she said it, like Wonder Woman versus, you know, Superman. Oh, no kind doubt. Of Clark Kent. Clark yeah, Kent. Yeah, Clark Kent. You know a man called. Uh, I said, I've yeah. never heard of such a thing before. She was like, absolutely. That's what you have a man called. And so, yeah, oh, I'm, no I'm, doubt. I'm humiliated. Yeah, I'm humiliated. Well, yeah, no, no, no. That, no, that is, because look, I think it's so, like, we so used to our bodies running at 120. At 120, like, yep, yep. 90 is like a death sentence, yep, you know what I'm saying? That's real. So it's like, for real, like, I, like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. You let me get a code, uh, the whole house about to get it. I'm talking about I got a bad attitude. I'm talking about <laughs> if one nostril is plugged up, I turn into a different person. I'm just like, this is terrible. Uh-huh. Like what? And then it make you appreciate your full health. You're like, man, I was just good two days ago. Why wasn't I enjoying it? Bruh. I should have went for a marathon run. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, what am I, I doing? I fell asleep, bro, twice on her. And she was hurt. Like, you didn't fell asleep. We supposed to go out. We supposed to. And so she's like, you know, just mm. get yourself some rest. And I was just hurt. Like, I got to be sick. There's no reason for me. Sleeping for suckers. Sleeping mm. for suckers. Oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> if you fall asleep on a grown man gifts, uh, get the obituary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's over. Like, you're so, done. Yeah. <laughs> Pack it in. <laughs> stick a fork in it. Yeah, so, stick so a fork in it. So here I am on vacation, literally getting rest. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so no, that's but how I'm I doing. love See, it though. Thanks for asking. You know what I tell? You know what I tell E though? What? I said God, God does that to E once a year anyway. Oh, that's like, it's real. always something yep. different. Once yep. a year, E just had to sit down. down for like three, four days at yep. a time because you're just running too much. Um, cool. All right. Well, um, listen. Let's uh, let's let's jump into. Oh, you know, our, I'm sorry. Our, Before you get too serious, C, it, I, it's just I don't know. I should even say this or not, but I've been in Clearwater for five days and I'm noticing people homeless on the beach and I'm asking myself a question and I'm being serious is, I don't know if it's our culture, you know, I don't know if we get trapped, you know, it's kind of like when things get hand down to us, like, you know, like for real, I look at my, you know, my situation of being a high school dropout, look at my father, et cetera. I'm thinking to myself like, yo, why weren't you homeless in Clearwater? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, E, Why'd you try to stick it out in Michigan? What were you thinking? Like, yo, bruh, I'm seeing homeless in Clearwater. They got beautiful skin. Their skin is gorgeous down here in Clearwater. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're getting up in the morning. They're hitting the beach. You know, they right here getting in the water, shaking it off. You probably didn't know, though, when you was homeless. You wasn't really aware Uh, of the fact that that you could just jump with a greyhound. I'm saying, why wasn't I trying to be aware? Like, I'm just being real. It's like... When you born Triple in the darkness. city, oh mm. man, that's what I, and that's what I want to talk, well, not talk about today, but one day at least, it's like, because you were born in the city, see, do you got to stay there, even though things mm-hmm. not working yep. out for you, you can't yep. find a gig, you know what I'm saying, you can't, you can't, like, I know people who are like, I can't get married, I can't find a man, do you have to find a man in the city you were born and raised, is there not mm. a man in another city or state <laughs> that you can move to, I, I'm just saying, like, is there, you know, this school wouldn't accept me. Why is your dream that school? Is there not another school with the same program? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just thinking about it when I was here. It's like, yo, how do we get trapped in these thinkings that are not productive for us, but we can't snap out of it? So forgive me, guys, but yeah, why wasn't I homeless right here in sunny Florida? 
Hmm. Yeah, no, next time. Yeah, yeah. next time you, uh, if things go left and all of a sudden your throat blow out and you can't yeah, eat no yeah, more, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll, get you, we'll get you down the floor. I got you a Greyhound ticket on me. I got it, you. For sure. Yeah, if, if the strep throat uh, jump back on you, you can't speak no more. We'll make sure to put you on the, the bus to, to strap. clear water. The strappity um, strap. <laughs> uh, what, oh, by the way, so are you fully fine now? You feel good? I, I'm going to be real with y'all. After the man called Revelation, it just, all my energy came back. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you felt it. Yeah, yeah. After, just yeah, sucked it, it up. Just, yeah, yeah. Personal pride. Your ego got you back straight. Okay, cool. Because uh, I think we in uh, Detroit. Well, today, right? So when they yeah. hear this, we'll be in Detroit um, doing our thing. So I'm going to need you to be you know, ready for, for the hometown crowd. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, but no, so yesterday, um, and, and I guess for the last few weeks, we've been saying, you know, we do kind of a, you know, staff meeting or whatever. And so there's a few things that, you know, I do want to address with you guys and kind of let, you know, our, our listeners in on it just because, you know, they're a part of our journey. They've been a part of our family. You know, many of, you know, you guys listening to this podcast have been, you know, um, a part of this journey before we probably even had a staff meeting and, you know, TGIMs and early stuff and all kind of stuff. But I want to kind of take it in a different direction. E, you called me yesterday and we were talking about, you know, kind of like, you know, small businesses or entrepreneurs and things of that nature. And what you were saying is, I guess, and I don't know, you can talk about it if something happened, but you were talking about how, you know, you're small time because you act small time. And because you perform small time and that you needed a, a shift in your mentality if you were going to make it to the big leagues. And so you were, I guess, in, in reference to us and where we've been and kind of some of the moves we made, um, you know, I guess you can kind of speak on that, you know, why that was on you or why you were talking about that. I don't know if something happened. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Specifically, yeah. Specifically what happened was, um, you know, my wife ordered a... Um, and for real, man, I, this is this is all love, you know, and this is really just about growth. I, I wish we could protect the identity of every, you know, experience we had, Carl, but, you know, the reality is the reality. But uh, I just say this, um, we, we were blessed. Yeah, right. We were, we were, um, my wife <laughs> you know and I, saying? we like to, you know what I'm saying? My wife likes to be a blessing to individuals, man, you know? And, um, and so we decided to uh, buy um, just say some paraphernalia from, you know, a, a small, small company. And uh, it was weird because when we bought the product, you know, they take your money immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the one thing I like about just business in general. I don't care if it's Macy's, Nordstrom's, you know what I'm saying? Louis, they take your money immediately, bruh. You know, so the small business, big business, you know, but I think what, really determines what type of business it is, is what happens after they take your money, see? And so, you know, after we paid for this product from a very small, small company, we, we received no emails. You know, we, we did get a notification from our bank saying that the money had been withdrawn. You know, but we didn't get any email. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know, we didn't yeah, get we're no. Gonna sure to, yeah, we're <laughs> going to make sure to check it. Yeah, so we didn't get any email, you know, confirmation from the company. We didn't get, you know, any phone calls, any notices, anything. And so after about a week and a half, Carl, it's like, now nah, it's a waiting game. And I'm just going to be real. 90% mm. of the time when I buy a product, I buy it. And, and I could be wrong. You guys help me out. 
but I normally buy a product wanting to wear it somewhere. Like I'm not really yeah. the dude that buys something and Just spray to put it on the shelf. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like we're gonna shelf this out until the summer. Like I'm not into that fall waiting for winter. I, I, I'm not that you know organized. You know, so normally when I buy something, it's like in my mind I'm gonna purchase this and then we're gonna we're gonna be able to wear this in a few days. And so after about two weeks, I'm starting to wonder like, yo, is it a scam? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this a scam? And by that time when I go, is it a scam? I'm just going to be real with you. By the, um, by the second week, third day, I do get my product. You know, but by this time, I already have somewhat of a, um, yeah, I got a negative, you know, thought process going on about the company now. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm not thinking favorably of the company. Like, oh, yeah, every time I need this particular whatever, you know, sweater, or, or shirt, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go to this company. And so I just, one of the things I want to uh, say to those small companies or small, small companies, you know, is that what you have to understand, and, and help me out, guys, if I'm wrong, but just because you don't have a big staff or you don't have, you know, a big warehouse or, you know what I'm saying, you don't have this big computer system, software, you know, design, program, whatever. Once you say you're selling shirts you were in business with every company that's selling shirts at that point like mm -hmm. it's not a it's not like you were in the um you know developmental league and there's an nba and then there's a, a france squad and there's an australia squad like unfortunately when you start doing business it's just one league you know what i'm saying it's just like that's it it's one league you know and so you have to be very cautious that again we're not saying you got to be a big business because we weren't a big business you don't have to be a big business to get in business, but if you're going to get in the waters with business, you got to swim, you know what I'm saying? And you got to be able to keep up, you know? And so I kind of wanted to talk today because Carl, you and I had, um, you know, to ship books, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had to sign books. We had to make sure that all the books, you know, because remember there was some people saying some pages was missing. We had to do some things as a small all business to compete stuff. with, Barnes and Nobles and compete with Amazon. So Carl, maybe you or C could talk. Let's just talk about a couple things. We know that even when you small, you ain't got to act small. Some things you could do as a small business to put yourself in a position to compete with the big boys. So I'll say the first thing for me, like he said, this has happened to us. So we're not coming, you know, knocking at nobody door like y'all trifling. It's happened to us. It's a part of business and growth. But E, I'm telling you the feeling, and you know it, the feeling that you get to your stomach, that I got to my stomach when I got to deal with a customer that said, look, I ordered this thing four weeks, three weeks ago, whatever, and I haven't gotten anything yet. But let me tell you, like, it's a sick feeling. Now, I could justify it all day long. Like he said, I could come up with, I, there's, there's four, five, 20 great reasons. We shipping international, there's customs, you know, the product got held up, like all kinds of stuff could happen. But as a customer, and I just ordered the product and I expect it in three to five business days, there's no excuse. There's nothing you could tell me like he just said to just bring that taste back to my mouth. And I'm telling you, it's a sick feeling for me to be on the side where we didn't deliver how we were supposed to. So like, like he's saying, man, it ain't whatever you can do, first of all, communication is the big, big thing. I think if as simple as an email, and this is stuff that we learned in the process and are still learning, but as simple as an email, hey, the product has been sent, the product has been delayed, the product is here, the product is there. Just that, 
could save you so much drama because the biggest hurdle is not that the, the customer is irate just because they didn't get it. They didn't know what's going on. Like he said, the first thought that came to his mind was like, yo, is this a scam? Because there's, there's so much of that stuff going on now that I think the biggest thing people want to know is like, yo, is this a scam or is it real? Like if it's real, then I should be hearing something. It left here. Okay, we delayed it. That's cool. Just let me know. We didn't get it shipped out Tuesday. It'll be sent on Thursday. Oh, okay, cool. Now my expectations have to adjust. Not happy about it, but still, I'm aware I can make whatever necessary adjustments. But the key is you got to, you got to communicate. So if it's leaving Thursday, make sure there's some communication going out. If it's delayed, if it's stuck in customs, um, get them the tracking number, just something. And we're using these products as an example, but it's digital product, you know, whatever you have. I think the first line of defense is communication. Make sure your customer is aware of what's going on. Like don't, don't leave any room for guessing. And if you screw up, be quick to, well, here's a 20% coupon. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not just going to leave you hanging. Like, I want your support. Like, your customer has to feel like you value them. And that's the kind of stuff that you can still, like, I'm just saying, you're going to make mistakes when you start in a small business. You are going to. It's inevitable. But you want your customer to feel like, yo, they got my back. That's the key to it. So that communication, like I said, and, and being able to quickly just remedy whatever is going on, I think those are the two things that could, you know, get yeah, your customer, it, like, I love yeah. it, bro. Communication, communication, communication. I love it. Yeah, let me say that again. Communication, communication, communication. And see, I'm going to give you the floor, but what I want to say to you guys is this. The reason why I'm so feeling what Carl is saying, because that's free. That's free. That don't, mm -hmm. that don't, that don't cost right there. That don't cost a lot of money. That is absolutely free. It does not cost you to communicate with people. And so that's one of the ways that you can you know, as a small company catch up with the big companies, because no matter how big or small you are, communication doesn't necessarily, you know, require you to spend $50,000 to be able to communicate. You can have a website or you can have an email. Doggone, let's just start there. An email. You don't even have to have nothing deep. An email, you know, or some small program that allows you to communicate back to people. I love it. See anything you can think of. Small well, things. Yeah, no, we I do. mean, just the fact that, you know, as we sitting here, you know, talking, man, like we're not infallible. Like, shoot, Carl, we had an issue, what, just a few weeks ago. We had switched our entire, what yeah. was it, Carl? I don't even know. You know, I don't so know. We we moved from yeah, we moved from Shopify. We were using Shopify, which is just a generic online shopping store, to a, a kind of a custom store that we've, we've created now with another company. And we had some transition issues. Let's call it what it is. We had some transition issues. And let, let me say this, see, because just we're here. I'm apologizing to anybody that, you know, we're talking about the issue. Like she said, we're not, we not all the way there. We, we've made no, some mistakes in the meeting. process. This is a staff meeting. We made some mistakes. And I got a couple of people that like, yo, I didn't get my stuff. And our system was, our system in place was, we'll send you a coupon that make sure you get it. And we missed a couple of people in that process. Sick to the stomach, see? I'm getting yeah. messages from the website, sick yeah. to the stomach. The person, I had one, th this one, E, and I'm, 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 I'm just putting all our business out. It's a staff meeting. Like this person was like, yo, I don't know if I'll do business with y'all again. Like, mm -hmm. this is not what I expected from, from Eric Thomas and Associates. Sick to the stomach, see? I did every email possible, like, everything I could do to make up. But I'm just saying, like, do you want to go there? Like, do you want to try to do that then? 
sick to the stomach. Mm-hmm. I cut you off. See, my bad. Go for it. No, no, no. I mean, it's real. Like, it happens. And I think, you know, you will get some people who are just like, yo, you know what I mean? I'm, I can't bounce back from that. But I think you have to own up to your mistakes, realize, you know, what you did wrong. I think we've corrected the error now, yep. obviously. Yep. Um, but it, there was a, you got you to gotta think, man. And this is what's crazy, y'all, is like, yo, we did, ev- we thought we was ready like everything was ready we were told the systems were in place for the transition boom we didn't rush it we did everything and there was still an issue and so what are you going to do are you going to cower and run or are you going to try to fix them and so i think you know to the best of our abilities we got every single person straight whether that was extra gear extra products you know what i'm saying whatever the the issue was you know we did our best to take care of it but understand something you know growth be careful how fast you you know you say you want to grow and things Mm. of that nature because i remember carl there was a time when people used to have so much grace for us yeah. right like yep. for real That's when we real. first start yep. selling books i'm gonna be real i don't know what our system was we were just like all right send them out we had wrong addresses we had all kinds of, we, we didn't know and so we were trying to figure stuff out and people would like email in so nice and be like Hey, I ordered Eric Thomas's book about a year and a half ago. I still don't rush. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm okay. But you know, if you guys get the chance, yep. if you have an extra one lying around, yeah, please, right? Just because send it. people yep. perceived us as the underdog, right? And so they rooted hard for us. Now we're not the underdog anymore, and that's one of the hardest things for those of you who want to just jump into my mind really quick. As you know, we talk about this company and we move through you know, our existence in this world. One of the hardest things for me as of late has been managing the brand from a different perspective. Like I always manage the brand from like the underdog perspective. Like we slept on, that people don't know who he is. We, you know, we should be on this, you know, uh, TV series. We should be on this album. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. And so the things that I put out, the spirit that I put out was always of that underdog flavor. I, I'm going to just be real. We're we not underdogs anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so trying to embody that, you know, spirit of the underdog, because I always feel like we can keep that spirit of an underdog. But the, the, the truth of the matter is we are not underdogs anymore. So even as I'm sitting here now working on a new album, I'm like, yo, we don't have it's not the same in terms of something to prove. Like, it's almost scary how well things have been going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was used to, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? We got to get the account back to, you know, whatever. So let me, you know, drop this project or, you know, this is happening, that's happening. It's like a completely different space that I'm in. Like, yo, for real, he was just, I mean, some of y'all heard it. We opened up Meek Mill's album. It was the number one album in the country. And he opened it up and kids from all over the world went crazy. We're at the NBA transition camp and the the guys like yo i couldn't believe it when i turned on meek mill album i heard you on there a week later you know we close out hard knocks which was you know the number one you know trending show in the world for like two days and he does the last two minutes of hard knocks and so i'm sitting there and i'm like yo he on first name basis with uh Warren and Dan, I'm like, yo, this is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different feeling. And so that's been, you know, one of the things I think that's been the hardest for me lately is just like, yo, okay, we got to find that chip. You know what I'm saying? We got to make sure we keep that chip because, you know, I'm not going to say it's on autopilot, but I do feel like even with some of our staff and stuff, like 
I see people getting comfortable and I don't like it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and, yeah. and you have to try to recreate yeah. that hunger. Like, yeah. for real, MJ has six chips. Yeah. Like, y'all see the greats, they keep that chip. Like, MJ would just find stuff to be mad at. MJ, yeah. somebody might be like, yo, MJ had a great season and so did Carl Malone. And MJ in his head, he heard, they said Carl Malone just as good as I am. Right. Oh, right. I can't believe they said that. Right. And so right. they would manufacture a chip. Right. And I'm to that point now where it's like, Okay, now I gotta start manufacturing beef. I gotta start manufacturing hmm. like That's anger good, and intensity and all of those things. And I have to find a way to give that to the staff without going full gorilla because y'all know me. If I go there with them, you know, I could get maybe a little too rough and I feel myself getting a little Yeah, I wouldn't say too rough impatient. though. See, yeah, I wouldn't say that. I would just say, you know, unfortunately when you're dealing with people, you're too rough for them, but not too rough for like what it takes. And I, and I want to I wanna make a connection real quick because a lot of you who are listening to us, what I don't want you to do is just hear what we're saying. No, I literally want you to hear the spirit of what we're saying because this is important. You know, the, the guys was like, you know, teasing whatever. She was just talking about me being on vacation. Guys, this is the point. Like, don't get it twisted. This is the point of making sure every book go out. Like, there's a point to it. You, you can get every, you can get 90% of your books out. You could be on vacation when you want to be on vacation. Whatever the thing is that you are trying to execute, if you can execute on that level, I guarantee you whatever your dreams or goals are, you can make that happen. But it, you have to execute. So when we talk about getting a shirt out in 24 hours if possible, whatever UPS will do, FedEx will do, or uh, whatever you got money for, you might just have money for, you know, like a flat rate at the you know, United States Postal Service, like whatever you have money for. I'm telling you, when you execute, these are the things that happen in your life. So I don't have a problem with see um, going off on me and pushing me because I know what that's going to mean for me financially. Like, I see the right. connection. I make the connection. Uh, my kids got to go to school. I, I make the connection of I still got to grind because... If I want to live like this for 10 more years, here are the things that we have to do. But I want to share something with both of you that I know I didn't share this time, Carl. I would either. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this has never been shared Let's get with it. the world. You know what I'm saying? Let's get the history it. of the world. Yeah, the history this of the world. This has never been heard. Yeah, this has never been heard. So, so and, and, and forgive me, see, I know most of the stuff, you, you know, you want to be able to keep in, you know, uh, confidentiality. And I try my hardest to, I didn't, you know, I. You know, I don't do pictures and all that no more because this is the world. Can we you text me first before you say it to 100,000 <laughs> right. people? Let's just make sure it's okay. Uh, but of course, <laughs> let's see if I can approve it real quick. <laughs> but of course, guys, this is this, this is where I, I, I throw my, my age weight on around a little bit, y'all. Um, so, of course, you know, like C said, I'm in Clearwater. So, of course, Tampa, you know, so if you make the connection, hard knocks, you know, so I text, you know, Winston and let him know I'll be here. You know, um, so, you know, he hit me up and was like, yo, E, you know, I'm off on Monday. So can you come up to the facility, you know, on Monday? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, Didi and myself, you know, we go up and, um, you know, while we're there, I'm not really paying attention, you know what I'm saying, to be honest with you, to Didi, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just kind of, you know, floating around and he wants to introduce me to a couple people. And, you know, I'm like, what up, what up, meeting some folks. I specifically go, you know, for real, I'm not up there like seeing facilities. Like for those of you who know us, we've been in the NFL for quite some time now. 
and we've been, you know, not only in some of the better, you know, NFL facilities. I'm not trying to be funny, but we've been to Oregon. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to be funny. You might think it's just a college, you know, um, facility. But when you've been to Oregon, you've pretty much been to, you've yeah. been to every facility yeah. that you can go to. You know what I'm saying? You, if there's one you want to see, you see that one and you see whatever you're going to see because that pretty much is the mothership, you know, of them all. Unless, of course, you do Alabama, University of Alabama, because they represent what would be that, you know, old vanguard look. You know what I'm saying? So I went specifically, though, for prayer you know, and to, um, you know, to, to, to really, you know, my job is not really just motivation, but, you know, to when I have that opportunity to really be able to cover uh, these young men and help them in terms of their character development, you know. And so when we left, what was hilarious was we were having worship, me and Didi that next morning, and Didi was just saying like, yo, isn't it ironic you know, that, you know, I used to ask you and see how long is this going to last? You know, um, you know, what's what's how, how far do you think you guys can go? And she's like, yo, I'm not you. You know, what I'm saying she's like, I'm not a motivational speaker. I don't even know sports like that. You know, what I'm saying she's like, I, I, don't, I don't I don't know sports. She said, but I'm literally in places where people would dream of being C. You know, she's like, I got to, to, like full access you know, to, to games and to being like, you know, not only on the field, but, you know, in suites. And it started with Didi with uh, Prince Fielder back in the day day, you know. Um, you know, and so, man, I'm just looking like, yo, see, this is why you got to get your book out. This is why when you say you're going to do a podcast, you know, you got to do the podcast. For, and, and whatever you guys want. Like, I don't know what you want. I'm not suggesting that you need to go to games. You know, you, you remember, see, when... Me, you, Carl, our wives, you know, are at the uh, uh, Staples Center. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I know, you know, maybe your wives don't really get into basketball like that for, for them to be able to drive. Bro, my wife get in the court side, though. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, <laughs> right. right. do a basketball <laughs> right, on the court right. side. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know, uh, the, the conversation you had, you know, with Tamisha afterwards, Carl. But it just means a lot when you, you know, execute on this level. You know, um, and so that's why we're telling you, like, I just wanted to stop for a minute and just make sure um, you guys understand, you, you know, that when you get your books off on time, when you do what you say you're going to do, when you get to a certain level, you go from being, you know, a small company like we were in 2000, 2011 when the book came out. And, yo, it was Carl and I, you know, who were signing you know, going through each book, make sure all the pages were there, make sure the pages weren't backwards because companies do mess up, making sure yeah. that the address were right, you know. Hey, um, filling out we, all that in the, the, the international, international forms and all that. Every form. single form. We had, I mean, and, every and single book right. T-shirt. Yeah, we had yeah. to fill out a form for to go international. I'm talking about there was a lot of them joints. Yep, that's real. So, so I'm just hmm. saying to you guys, like, you know, I just wanted to make the connection. We're going to go back to just giving you a couple more, you know, tips. But I want to make the connection that you might be thinking as a small company, it's just a book. No, what I want you to think about is it's your retirement. Okay? It's your travel expense. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's, it's your um, um, car payment. You know, it's uh, your vacation money. It's your miscellaneous money. It's your kids' college tuition. And I think that's the difference sometimes when I'm in these meetings, see, these staff meetings. I think for some of us, we're seeing it like, 
this represents not only who we are individually, but this is this is this is our children's, you know, trust fund, if you will, whatever you want to call it. And I think there's some people in the staff meeting who just like, oh, I got to get this book off. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, I just think it makes a big difference how you come to oh, not yeah, only no, do, it, it doing does. your work, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, no, the approach is crazy. And I remember you told you know me. One of the things that I always got to work on as it relates to, you know, um, leadership and things like that is I got I y'all know I can get it. I wouldn't say a temper, um, but I can get I can get hot. Well, I guess it's a temper, right? Let me just, yeah, I should have called it. I can get to see where quick. you was gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah no, no, I can get she I can get hot needs quick. To be re rededicated. Well, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I know what. So, so I, it's like when you a kid, right? Like, yo, I didn't understand like how hard my parents worked to like right. provide that type yep. of house for us or yep. that type of life for us, and so I took it for granted. So I never understood why, yo, you mad at me because I ain't take out the trash? Why is it that deep? And it's like, yo. That's your contribution to this house. Mm, like you don't understand right. and you look ungrateful yeah, or you look, right. and I'm yeah, not, you know, and, right. and like I said, I don't want to call anybody out, but it's like, yo, it's like we built the mansion. I need you to keep your doggone room clean and I shouldn't have to, you know what I'm saying? Be on you about cleaning your own room and not that anybody, and, and listen, our staff does a great job and we've come a long way. But one thing he told me that really helped me because I used to get so frustrated and I would go off and he was like, yo, you know, it, it, in a sense, I don't even think I had kids at the time, but in a sense, he was like, yo, why are you acting like somebody should love Trey as much as you love him? Hmm. Like, would you ask Trey teacher? Now he care, Trey teachers care about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure they, you know, they, you know, try to protect him from hurt, harm or danger, but you would, you're asking his teacher to love him as much as you love him. It's not possible. Right? Like, this is our company. We built this from the ground. How in the world can you expect somebody to treat it with as much TLC as you do? And I think my expectations had to change a bit because I was expecting someone who got hired on as a nine to five employee yeah, to take, to take care, care of yeah. the brand as much as I wanted to take care of the brand. And I never could understand that. But because I built it, it's like I'm also not comfortable watching somebody take care of Trey like with my eyes, mm. not in the same light that I'm taking care of them. So it yeah. still pisses me off, if that makes sense. Hey, and, and what I'll add real quick, see, is, and of course, with our growth, and this is to all my small business owners, entrepreneurs, you've heard the saying, he always said, a pressure bust pipes, but understand what I'm saying. The more pressure you put on a little, so it's a balloon with a little hole in it, a tire, a little hole, the more pressure you put on it, the more it leaks. Mm -hmm. So as we're mm -hmm. growing, guys, we're experiencing more and more and more and more pressure. So what's happening to the, the, the little mistakes that we did before that was just a small little leak here that you could just kind of ignore it when, you know, the balloon wasn't going to deflate off of that little leak. Now, all of a sudden, it's the same little hole, but it's air gushing out of that sucker because we got so many more people looking at us, so many more products being sold, so many more things happening. Now it becomes a major issue. So, see, I want to go back to something that you said. I came back from Barbados pissed off. Let me just be blunt. Pissed off. And I had no idea why. I had no idea why. Like, I'm coming back to work, like, pissed off. Like, I just had this anger about 40 it. 40-degree weather in Michigan. That's <laughs> that might have something to do with it. We get in fall in August. But, no, I got back. And, like, the thing you just said about Jordan, I was like, yo, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not Jordan. I'm not equating to Jordan. Jordan, don't get pissed off at me for saying that I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off like you were. But 
like I came back because I realized what he was just saying, like, yo, all of the gaps that we have is what's stopping us from going to the next level, from being able mm -hmm. to stay on vacation even longer. It's little, little right. things. It's little things. So somebody yeah. asked, like, yo, how was the trip? I was like, it was terrible because I came back and I realized, like, yo, we still got to fix this. We still got this challenge. We still got this. And I came back with a fury because, like, yo, the faster we fix this, the, the, more, we, the more we can get done, the more people's lives we can touch, the better this thing could be for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. And I think you make a good point because we always think, and I think that's the frustrating part is because we have such a growth mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we're trying to grow, grow, grow. But sometimes you do got to stop and plug the leaks. You know what right. I'm saying? Like you yeah. really do. It's like, you know, um, making a dollar and cutting a dollar and spending is the same thing. Same you know what I'm saying? exact it, thing. It's, you're, you're exactly where you were. And so, you know, we could do all of this growing, but if the leaks continue to grow, then I think it's a problem. And e, I want you to talk about that. But first, I want to uh, give a shout out to our sponsor today, man. And, and PayPal's been rocking with us for a few weeks. But um, PayPal now has a special 550K offer uh, for our listeners, right? And PayPal understands that running a business is complex and time consuming. And sometimes it takes a lot of upfront capital, which is why PayPal Working Capital is offering the opportunity to give you a boost in your cash flow with a $5,000 business loan from PayPal Working Capital. For a limited time, accept $50,000 in payments with PayPal and get pre-selected for a $5,000 business loan with no credit check or personal guarantee required. All you have to do is follow these basic steps. Sign up for PayPal business account. Start accepting payments within 60 days. Process at least 50,000 in payments and apply for PayPal working capital within 240 days. If approved, your funds will be deposited into your PayPal account automatically. For additional terms and conditions, please, please visit paypal.com success uh, for more information. So that's the website, paypal.com success. And uh, check out the 550 promotion. Uh, I wish we would have had the, the 550 promotion oh, back bro. when we was getting going because that's oh, what we needed for the books. Yeah. It was 5K. I'm um, glad you didn't have it. I'm glad you didn't get your little <laughs> bank loan. I'm glad you didn't get a little PayPal loan because you might have got chill. And I'm being real. I really think that made us, you know, dig deeper, you know, into what we were capable of, not knowing we were capable of it. And, I, and I'm so grateful. And I'm not, this is not against anybody who's received a loan or who've gotten help, but I think, that has, I think that one thing, see, has made us, you know what I'm saying? Like it made us understand what we were capable of, you know? And from that point forward, we always knew that anything we need to be successful as a company, we're not against help, but we don't need to rely on anybody else. And if you looked at how we set up shop, you know, from the books we self-published, nothing wrong with going with a major publisher. We, we're getting calls now. You know, TGIM, we, we didn't go to another, you know, um, executive producer or another group and say, hey, we got this idea, can you help us? We, I mean, we literally got the camera and from scratch. And so I do want to say to those small, small companies that are out there who feel like, you know, they need to take advantage of this PayPal opportunity, by all means, go for it. But for those of you who feel that you need to go a different route, like don't feel bad, you know, don't, don't, don't feel bad, like give it a shot, you know, go for it on your own. And if it works, it works. And if not, you know, there are other opportunities for you. But I do want to say, man, I am super grateful 
that um, some of the opportunities that could have worked for us didn't work out for us because it did make us, man, it made us grind in a way that- No, every like, experience makes you yeah. who you are. And I think, yeah. I think it's easy to say that in hindsight, but I'm not, you know, uh, uh, if we would have got a $10,000 loan, paid the loan, I mean, that, that would have been a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we would have been able to have a different story. I think the point you're making is unique to your story. And I think that's what's, you know, um, you know, a blessing about, you know, each person's journey is no journey is the same. No journey is identical. I think he makes a good point in that you don't have to have that to win. And I think a lot right. of times you think as a small business, yeah. you know, you need uh. that to, to win. Like if I don't get this, then I can't be successful. Like I'm going to just be real with y'all. Like, you know, and I, I tell y'all, man, it is a weird thing when you put things into motion and they happen. Yo, do y'all remember two years ago when I said I was going to get us on hard knocks? Uh -huh. Like I said it two, probably two, it was it two or three years ago, E? Yeah, yeah it was when at least I told two or three. Well, you know, I remember Miami Dolphins were, I remember the Miami Dolphins were on hard knock when you first started talking right. about it. Mm -hmm. Right, So, so yeah, so you're talking about some, it might have been longer than that ago, where I was like, yo, we're going to get on hard knocks, right? And, and it takes some time. And I, I thought we were going to get on there that year, just to be honest. I was, like, looking for contacts, HBO, trying to do everything. And I think that, the, you know, the point I'm trying to make to you is just keep working, right? Because I actually actively tried to get us years ago on Hard Knocks. Like, I wanted to use E's voiceovers, you know, for the training and for when they showed, like, weightlifting scenes and stuff like that. And I actually was, like, looking for e – I sent emails – like I, from, to random HBO execs, never heard anything back, just, you know, going in and then kept my head down. We kept our head down and kept working and they called us, right? I'm in Miami <laughs> and they called, you know, they, they, which shout out to the, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I was on the quality time boy and uh, turned my phone off for some hours and then turned it back <laughs> on and they were like, yo, we need signed off now, tonight, please for hard knocks. I was like, oh. I told my wife, I was like, okay, we might have got a little carried away with turning the phone off. Like, like, let me, I'll let you hold on to it, and you just tell me if something important come through. Right. I had my phone off on a Monday, and that, uh, yeah, that, 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 that was scary. I turned it on like 4 o'clock. I was like, okay. I almost had a heart attack. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But, you know, you keep working. So I want to I kind of give some information before we close this up because I know there are those of you like, okay, you're like, y'all talking to us, but you're not telling us what to do. There's, there's some things that you can do as an entrepreneur or small business, et cetera, that you can take yourself to the next level. And, and guys, we're not there yet, but we're, you know, further than we were, you know, obviously, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. Um, when we got this thing rolling. And I think one of the things is understanding who your customer is. I don't know, I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, which is weird of me to go through like a, a major experience that actually sticks and not talk about it on the podcast. But um, a few weeks ago when I was back home, this actually might've been a month ago now, I was back home in Lansing and I noticed they had a dinosaur exhibit. Did I tell y'all this already? No, uh-uh. They had a dinosaur exhibit at the Lansing Mall. Now mind you, the Lansing Mall, Let's say this, it, it was in the old Macy's, if that doesn't tell oh, you wow. anything, right? Macy's wow. gone out of the mall. The, the Lansing Mall got about five stores left in it, right? So it tells you, um, you know, uh, like economically, maybe what's going on in the area, right? So they have this huge dinosaur exhibit. Now, it's pretty much the same one that we had down here in Atlanta. Now, y'all have heard me talk a million times. Trey is a, a paleontologist. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but... He loves dinosaurs. So after church, 
Um, and I, I don't, it was quick. Like it was just like spur of the moment. Um, I, I told Candace, I'm like, yo, let's stop by there and take, you know, trade. I mean, they got like big dinosaurs, like life-size looking things. You know what I'm saying? Like these things like, you know, 10, 20 feet tall, you know, long as all get out. So we get up to the counter and now mind you, this is in Lansing and this is a big deal. This isn't like, you know, some five foot dinosaurs. They got just, you know, set up around the thing. Like it's in the entire old Macy's. I'm talking about huge dinosaurs, like moving, growling the whole night, like one of the coolest exhibits you'll ever see. I get up to the window and the tickets are $35 for kids and $30 for adults. So I think for me, Candace, Izzy, and Trey, it came to like close to $100, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, whoa, like, okay, that's kind of high, right? So as I'm walking to the ticket booth, and I already knew it was high because of the one in Atlanta, but I just assumed, you know what I mean, it's Lance, and I'm like, these things got to be about, you know, $5, $10, right? So I get up to the counter, and I see this lady, um, older lady looked like a grandmother and two younger kids walking away from the counter and I, the little girl starts crying so I go like I, you know me I got my sensors up like oh this looked like an opportunity to be a blessing so I asked the person at the ticket counter I said why are they walking away and he was like uh, the tickets were too high I said well how much are the tickets and he was like they 35 I'm like whoa I'm like oh so I run back you know what I mean the little girl was crying, like crying, because you can see all the dinosaurs right there. The right? gorilla so, has a sensitive like, side. Oh, oh, for sure. Oh, when it comes to that, it. now you know I don't play. I love it. Yeah. I just love it, though. We went from the gorilla uh, uh, oh, yeah, supervisor no Angry to off-duty uh, flamingo. Yeah. Uh, I love and, it. Now, I love the kids now. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's grown folk who can catch the hands. You know what I'm saying? The kids. I love the babies. Um, so I went and got them. And I was like, I was like, I said, ma'am, you know, let me buy your tickets. And so she, I mean, hope like she started crying. The little girl was crying, like gave me a hug, like you know what I'm saying, like so I got an opportunity to be a blessing. So I blessed them with the tickets, and we we go in there. Okay, now mind good, you, good. this was probably midday. It started at like 10 a.m. Right? It might have been over at five. We, what time we get out of church? One o'clock. You know what I'm saying? 1:30, something like that. So who it's, was preaching? It should be prime. Who, who was preaching? <laughs> if you were preaching, maybe 2.30. You know what I'm saying? Um, Who was preaching? Yo, we get in there. Yo, it's like eight people in there. Wow. Like, literally. Like, wow. I mean, it is empty wow. in the whole joint. They got wow. slides. They got, you know, the, you can ride like these little baby dinosaurs. I'm talking about it is cool as all get out in there, and nobody is wow. in there. And, I, wow. and, and like, yo, I was, I literally asked like three people, like, yo, is the manager here? Like, is the owner here? And I just going to tell them, like, not because I couldn't afford it, but I'm sitting here saying, you got this cool thing in Lansing, which we don't have a lot of stuff come to Lansing. Right. You got this cool thing, and you've outpriced it so, you've overpriced it so much that nobody can even come in here. Mm. Like, they were about to leave. I'm like, yo, this, this lady and her kids are about to leave. Like, you got to know which market you're in. You have to know who your clientele is. So, so guess what? The exact same exhibit when we were in Atlanta, it was about 45 minutes to wait to get on one of them baby dinosaurs, right? Because uh, Atlanta is a, a booming metropolitan Lansing, area. Eye. You can get back right, exactly. I'm joint. just saying, Lansing is a blue-collar town. Like, you got to know your people. And I think most of us, we, we don't understand who our clientele 
is. We don't understand what how much they make. We don't understand what their pain points are. <laughs> yeah. We don't understand what they're yeah. looking for. And one of the things that we always did was we understood who we were and who we were serving. And so mm -hmm. even in the way in which we try to price things, like you'll notice we do have, you know, some more expensive, more exclusive things, right? Because that's just the nature of the business. But then we also have, you know, a $49 package for you to get in Breathe You. Why do we do that? Because we understand that we got some working class folks who rock with us, who want to be down with us. And we can't price our stuff like Tony Robbins and have a $10,000 ticket as the bare minimum entry into something because that's not who our demographic is fully. Now, we have those individuals who rock with us, who you know make a ton of money and like rocking with our brand, and that's cool. But we also have individuals who say, yo, I'm trying to get to that next level. So one, you have to understand who you're dealing with, who is your consumer, what are they able to do, and what are you able to do for them. The second thing you have to do is you have to be able to fix a problem, and we talked about it a bunch of times. People come to ET not because he's the greatest speaker in the world, not because he motivates them, he fixes problems, right? Self-esteem, marriage issues, those type of, those are problems that he is actively fixing, and I think that's two of the main things that you can do right now. Also, find out what you can do above and beyond. Carl talked about it, but we actually had cards with E's signature on them and like a quote from E that we used to drop in every single package, right? So when you got your package, yeah, it wasn't a Nike shirt, but it had that extra touch, you know, that personal touch from ET that maybe said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe and had E's monogram signature on it. You might have kept that and held on to it and put it on your refrigerator on a magnet or put it on your desk as a reminder. Like there's little things that you can do as a smaller company that you can beat the big dogs, right? We talked about it before. You can make decisions faster. If the market changes, you can make a change quicker than, you know, a big conglomerate, right? Because they got to go to a board meeting. They got to go to staff meetings. They got to do, you know, X, Y, and Z in order to make a decision where... You and, you know, three of y'all running a company, you could change, you know, what, what does Josh always say? It's easier to turn around a canoe than it is the Titanic, right? Hmm. And so you can make a decision faster. So find out what advantages you do have, right? What advantages do you have over the competition? There are things I tell people all the time. I tell Kendall and them, yo, y'all should really be killing E. Why? Because E can't touch the people the same as he used to. Now, he still goes above and beyond and does a great job of it, but you can actually do one-on-ones with people. He can't do one-on-ones. Not like that, right? Because why? He's got a million people across the world trying to have a one-on-one. -on -one. I said, yo, Kendall, Chris, you guys, you can still literally jump on the phone and walk through something with somebody for an hour. He doesn't have that kind of time anymore. And so find out what advantages you do have. You have an, some of you are listening right now, your speakers, you have an, an advantage over Eric Thomas. There are some advantages that you have. You can go into the local school, you know, twice a week on Monday and Friday and give them a sweet message. Like there are things that you have. And I think if you look at, what you have and what, as opposed to what you don't have, the big working capital, all the money, you know, all of those things, you don't need them. You need to find out what your advantages are and exploit them. So I just want, y'all can drop in whatever y'all had to, you know, go in on that, but I wanted to make sure we didn't just talk about, you know, the, the mm. problem, but we also gave some solutions. So I'll add one quick one, see timing. Um, I, I'll give this as an example. We launched Breathe University January of 2013. Why January? Well, January is the new year. Like that's the time that everybody's looking to do new things. You know what I'm saying? So um, there's a rule I was reading online yesterday. Y'all getting some of the Detroit content. Um, but I was reading this thing and it talked about the convertible rule. It said never try to sell a convertible when it's snowing. 
Like, it don't even make sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the last thing you want to think about. You're not going to sell sweaters when it's going into summer. So just timing, like just common sense. Think about what time of year, you know, your products are best served. You know, what, what time of year are people looking for soup? What time of year are people looking for these things? And use that to your advantage. Like, the odds will do a lot of the selling for you if you can actually just time it right. So that's just another practical thing you could do, in, you know, in addition to the stuff C said. But, yeah, just think about that timing. Yeah, and I just want to say, see, too, that pine tree, you know, I, I, would, I would ask that, you know, as much as possible, you guys would have that pine tree, you know, perspective, especially, you know, you're in the Midwest. Um, you know, when the winter comes, most, most of our trees die, you know, but there are a few that stick around, you know, and they have the ability to, to weather the storm. And I just want you to know that most of you will be successful if you could just weather the storm and um, be consistent. That's the biggest challenge that I have. Most people start and they never finish what they start. And we are where we are today, I don't think because we're necessarily the best at what we do, but we have, we have stayed consistent. And there are some things that happen to you in the second year that don't happen in the first. And there are some benefits you get when you've been in business for 10 years versus those who've only been in business for three years. And there are some things that, like I've been married 27 years today, 27 years today. They're, they're, I, listen to me. <clears throat> and you know, you have to be careful because when you say things, you know, people take them the wrong way. Um, so let me, let me preference it this way so you can get what I'm, you can get the point I'm trying to make. That my wife has been phenomenal in a lot of areas and the areas that, you know, she needed to be to help me to go from being homeless you know, in a high school dropout to where I am today. Somebody asked me a question, how has your wife helped you, you know, to develop as a man? And I said, listen to me, you gotta understand, I started dating Didi when I was 16. Like, Didi has been in the trenches with me developing my manhood. So there was never a point on my own where I was like, man, and I hooked up with her. You know, I was 16 years old when I met her. So, so she has committed herself since she was 15 years old to assisting me in the process of me becoming a man. So we've done it together. You know, I've, I've, I've not been without her since I was 16 years old. But after 27 years, this is the first time that Dee Dee ever, um, I'm not gonna say, I was gonna say wash my clothes, but not wash my clothes, but actually pack my, my gear for the last three trips. That's never happened before. It's not even something I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not, you know, um, that's just not my wife's thing. You know what I'm saying? So I realized though, after 27 years, there was something that I did in terms of just being consistent and, 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 and knowing her and saying, okay, I gotta do this and I gotta make this change and I gotta make this adjustment to the point where she felt like, you know what? I, and I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? We didn't necessarily talk about it, but she told me, she was like, oh yeah, I packed uh, all your stuff. What you looking for? I was like, I'm looking for my, she's like, oh, don't worry about it. I put that in your suitcase. I was looking for something else. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. I put that. I was like, okay, did you pack my clothes? She's like, oh yeah, I pack your clothes for the next three weeks. And I just was like, wow, that's different. And so there's some things that some of you are going to want. You're not going to get in the first year of business. You're not going to get in the, you're not going to get people to trust you in the first two years. It's just not going to happen. There's some things that will happen in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. So I just want to encourage you guys, um, just stay consistent, you know, and stay with it. 
And just you getting up and doing it every Monday or doing it every Tuesday or doing it every quarter or doing it every Christmas, whatever it is, there's some things that are going to happen to you and for you and for your company and for your staff and for your family what you say, because you don't understand what I'm saying right now, but you are going to get sick. Podcast still got to go on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm being real. People will get sick in your family. You still got to go to class. You know, you still got to deliver. You still got to deliver that book. You still got to mail that whatever. Like, there's some crazy stuff that's going to happen in your life. And if you could be that tree, that, that tree that says, uh, yep, it's winter, but we're going to stick through this, then I guarantee you, man, you're going to... Man, it's just some things that's going to happen to you uh, just by osmosis. I know I always say stuff doesn't happen by osmosis, but there are some things that just happen because you, stu- you stood the test of time. And you learn so much, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo, just, I mean, Carl, like, think about how much you've learned, you know, just about in the last, you know, in the last oh, year. Man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Yo, and we keep learning, we keep growing, we keep getting better. So, um, yeah, no, endurance is, um, you know, that that's the name of the game. Sometimes you just got to outlast. And so if you want more endurance, um, you need to check out Organifi. All right? Organifi been killing I love the game it. lately. I love it. He impressing me every week, E. With Float on the track like a segue. Yeah, <laughs> that way. Me every week. <laughs> hey. That way. Uh, that way. Uh, yep. Uh, th- uh, this segment is brought to you by Organifi. Man, so look, here's the deal. You guys already know health is of huge importance to all of us, right? We are on the grind. He is an Instagram vegan, right? And, and you don't know what Instagram vegan is. It's where you eat chicken in your regular life, but on the gram you post vegan pictures, right? And we've learned firsthand. Um, just how valuable health is. And that's why, man, we rock with Organifi Green yeah. Juice, an organic superfood green juice powder. You just add water to it and you got your greens anywhere, anytime. When you invest in your health, you gain more time and energy and focus throughout your day. The best thing about Organifi Green Juice is that it actually tastes good. For our listeners, we have a special deal so you can try it yourself. Use the code SUCCESS. That's code SUCCESS at www.organifi.com to receive 20% off your order. Again, that's organifi.com and organifi is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Use the code SUCCESS to receive 20% off. And I still been killing the game with my Organifi. I'm not just an Organifi Instagrammer. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> drinking it in my real life. Uh, <laughs> you know I gotta mess with E. I still. I, I'm I just saying this. Hit. No, no, no. I'm. I don't. You know I don't have no problems with you messing with me. But you know how people are on Instagram. So I just want to let y'all know he playing. I, I'm not. Yeah, for real. No, no. I'm, I, it don't have nothing to do with me. But I'm as I'm listening to C. I'm like, yeah, there's somebody I'll meet out you there. You have five guys in Detroit yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, Let's yeah, just yeah. Say that. Hey, there's some people out there that's really like they, they look up to see and they don't know when he playing and when he not playing. But I promise y'all, and this is not that I have anything against chicken. I don't have nothing against. Oh man, uh, stop uh, being uh, defensive. Beef. Yeah, I have nothing against any of that, y'all. I told y'all why I'm doing this in the first place, but I just want to encourage somebody. Somebody just was like, "I'm through." Et a fake. You gotta know when she's serious. Listen, and if you and can't do not. it, just do it for the gram. Do it yeah, for the right. song. If you can't actually do it, yeah, the do best it thing, the the, if you're not gonna yeah. do it, the second best thing is to make people yeah, think you absolutely. do it. Absolutely. Okay. Right, right. So post it on the gram. Just right. go run by a vegan restaurant and snap a pic with you right. standing in front of it. 
Right. And uh, you too can be an Instagram <laughs> vegan. vegan. All right? And, put, and then meet me at Popeye's <laughs> an hour later and we can eat for real. Um, hey, but if you no, see Didi in there, though, don't be okay. shocked if you see Didi in there. Now, you won't see okay. me in there, no. but if you see my girl no. in there, call me. Hey, yeah, don't let no, it... Don't, oh, my fault. Go, go finish up. No, too. I was just going to say, shout out to Organifi, man. I got people hitting me up saying they tried it and that they're rocking with it heavy. They got the, the, the pouches, you know, that you dump yeah. right in your water, man, and keep on rocking. Like, Candace see me, you know, yesterday, and she was like, yo, you serious about this thing? And I'm like, yo, I, I do feel better. I do it's feel working. more clarity. Yeah, um, yeah I, feel, I, feel, I feel alkaline, whatever that means. I feel good. <laughs> that's so, right. Um, I know that's right. Yeah, no. And, you know, I apologize for teasing you about your vegan. You look great. No, no, I, I, you know I can care less. I look. No, you I sound do not a little use hurt. the word. You sound a little hurt. No, 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 no. I, 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 I do not clear the record. No, no, do <laughs> not use the word vegan. Like, don't use that word for them vegan people out there. Do not use that word. I will say this though. I, I am ready to start talking. It's been over thirty days, so you know me. I don't like to talk about stuff. You know, thirty days do for stuff. what? It's been over thirty days that I have been, you know, on this vegan diet. Um, and so, you know, I'm ready to talk about it in terms of people's health, you know, but for real, I'm, I'm definitely not, for those of you who are looking like the next 10 years, like all I'm trying to do is get my wife's health back hundred percent. I'm not into, I promise Man, you, I'm not Stop hedging your bets. Just say you a vegan, dog. I'm not a vegan, I'm bro. Keep I'm not, you I'm Instagram not, vegan. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not into that, but I am saying to those of you who are listening, <laughs> That don't I don't want me. y'all to get caught up on C, <laughs> but I do want to talk about it because this is the first time uh, for Didi and I that we were in a city that didn't really have, um, you know, a vegan restaurant. We went to one spot, Carl, uh, and I'm just going to say it was like um, it was like a church potluck. It was like a church yeah, potluck and not necessarily one of the... Uh, you know what I'm saying, the throwdown, showdown ones. Yeah. Um, and so I want to start I talking. I say, I've been to a church potluck five. You've been to one of ours, but I, I, I do want to start talking about uh, health just a little bit more, guys, and not just on the vegan tip, but just because, you know, for the last 30 days or more. And I, what I want to talk about, guys, is not necessarily just diet. We, we got to really start helping people, because if you remember Sean's, um, Sean's um, you know, uh, podcast, it was one specific one that uh, I listened to with a young lady who was a doctor who had MS and she had it for, and I'm not saying Didi don't have it for real, for real, but she got it for real, for real, blind, lost her sight for a while, uh, bound to a wheelchair, of course, couldn't, um, you know, she couldn't uh, work, you know, but what I do want to talk about, because somebody hit me the other day about Didi and like, yo, she on that vegan thing, I see her health, I'm like, bruh, Didi ain't been on it, you know what I'm saying? 30 days that her health had nothing to do with uh, the diet. She just started doing that. You're not about to get no results in 30 days. So there, according to uh, the podcast I listened to with Sean, I want to be like, I want to talk about it because there are fanatics. And that's why I keep saying like, yo, don't put me on that vegan thing. Cause what a lot of y'all do, y'all doing the diet, but you're not doing it. There's seven other things that you need to be focused on. And you get fanatical and want to focus on not eating meat. But then you you got your girl in a real stressful situation. Like a part of what Didi is going through is also vitamin D. She in Barbados looking at the ocean. She in um, Florida looking at the ocean. Like Didi ain't got no job. She ain't stressed out. So I just that's why I was like, yo, I'm I'm not trying to be funny. I ain't running from vegan. But some of y'all fanatics, y'all on just one aspect of it, and it's environmental. 
it's mental, you know, it's the it's the people that you run with. Like there are a lot of different aspects to getting your health together um, than just, you know, you not eating meat, you know what I'm saying? Or you not eating, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're doing. And so one of the things I want to do see, you know, I'm not trying to take hostage at a, a podcast, but at some point, even if it's next year, the first quarter of next year, I do really want to start talking about this, the idea of health and not just diet, because that's one aspect. And am I saying it's not important? All, all of them are important. I don't think any one of them, I, I don't think you could be in a terrible oh, yeah, relationship. No. What's up, Shoot, stress worse yeah. than smoking. No, yeah. I, be, I believe it is. You know what I'm saying? I believe it is. And so I want to talk about that because I do. I get tired of vegans, you know, posting me, uh, E, uh, what's that? Or what's this? And I'm like, yo, you got terrible. You in a terrible relationship. You're in the midst of the divorce. Like that is, that's stressing you out. Well, to like, their credit, if you're gonna be in the terrible midst of a terrible divorce, at least you can eat right. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you, I, you hate to be in the midst of a terrible divorce and be eating fried chicken. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, 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 would suggest don't that you eat, I, I would suggest that you eat chicken and try to get your relationships together. I'm, I'm just gonna be real. <laughs> and so we'll talk about that later. And I also want, want to, and again, you set the time, see, but I think there are a lot of fanatics and just the whole going into the gym and just working out, you know, uh-huh. they, they're just working out, bruh. You know what I'm saying? And not necessarily, you know, doing some other things that they could be doing for their health because you look good on the outside, but we don't know what's going, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's why I said like, yo, I'm not yeah. scared to claim nothing. No, but I, get, I just yeah, get gonna, tired no, of these no, fanatics, bro. They just, yeah, they, they, no, they, they and, sweet and in I, one area and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, you can't do that. You gotta be balanced, bro. Yeah, no, and um, man, we, uh, you know, we trying to lead by example and I'm teasing E. Wait till y'all see E and uh, Detroit. Oh no, he ain't, and, uh, he ain't teasing me. I'm being, yeah. he being real. It's a he, lot of y'all yeah. out there on this fanatic tip and we yeah. gotta make sure that you know, your, your, your relationships are strong. You know, you're doing what you gotta do. I'm, I'm upset with some of you. Some of you, you, could, you don't have degrees that you could have had by now if you would've started five hmm. years ago, or you could've had a certification had you started eight years ago, but you were f- afraid. And we don't talk about fear and confidence, and we don't talk about, it's just a lot of stuff people don't want, they don't talk about because it's so much easier to just like C say, post stuff on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It's just so much easier. You know, to so do much that. easier. You know what I'm saying? So, so we're gonna talk about it. I'm about to give me though. an Instagram yeah. just so I can start posting <laughs> yeah. at the gym yeah. 445 yeah. on the auto post. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No question. I want it on an auto post. Yeah, no hey, no. Nah, I was gonna say, I mean, definitely shout out. You glossed over it, but shout out to the the triple double lifestyle. You talking about twenty seven years? Let's let's not walk over that twenty seven years. I'm so hey, look. Yeah, let's not walk past that. Like, it hey, ain't and, and and let's be real. The diet is the last one, and the diet right. is that one that was forced on me. So that's why that's why I'm saying I'm just want to be cautious because I've been going to vegan restaurants, and what y'all don't know when you start going to these vegan restaurants, bro, it's a culture. It's a certain type of people that's in that joint. You know what I'm saying? We could talk about it later, but 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 there's some stuff that I'm noticing when I go to the vegan boy. Like, oh, okay, I see what some of y'all on too. Yep, I see it. I see what y'all on, and y'all trying to hide behind, you know what I'm saying? Um, squash. You know what I'm saying? And while 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 I feel you on, we shouldn't, you know, do certain things. There's some stuff y'all hi- y'all y'all hiding behind this diet, and for some of y'all. It's some other stuff y'all don't want to deal with. And I, I just want to deal with all of it. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to be the person, like you said, triple-double, Carl. So I, I, diet was the last thing for me, and diet has also been the, um, what do you call it? It, it, was the, um, it? it was one of those things where it's like, yo, Didi, it's a, it's a must. So I'm not going to act like I was just reading something one day and was like, oh, I need to do better in my health. No, it, it's some stuff that happened. But I do want to talk about that next year. See, I want to go more toward health, if you don't mind. And I mean mental, emotional, you know, mm-hmm. physical, financial. We're going to talk about health, y'all. We're not going to be a fanatic and just talk about one aspect of it. Yes, sir. Um, man, shout out to everybody who... We got a ton of responses back from the MJ hookup. Most people yelling at me. Most people yelling at us like, yo, Tasha said, CJ, are you serious? The way you make me feel didn't even make the MJ list. (laughs) 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 Greg in Chicago said, how y'all going to forget about Smooth Criminal? I think Mm. we almost Wayne in Miami said same thing the way you made me feel make me feel somebody said yo y'all ain't got beat it in the conversation i'm done listening to this podcast oh no i said beat it remember i said beat it no oh, we said beat it okay said gotcha. beat it. Yeah. make them yeah, re-listen make the top three. they being sensitive they being didn't make sensitive. The top three somebody said yo dirty diana is the best song mj ever made y'all tripping so uh appreciate the feedback for that um let's take a question because we running up against it now because uh, I'm talking about running up against it. He forgot his court. Um, yeah, so real quick, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, look, look, maybe we can sneak in uh, too. Um, and I never looked see. at the batteries, guys. So please. <laughs> oh yeah, please. Okay, I ain't yeah, got nothing but faith. I ain't got nothing but faith, Carl. <laughs> um, I'll take walk it. my faith and not my battery. Yeah, I'll side. take it with the file. Send your faith and the file my way as soon as this is done. Oh, Shayna in Maryland said, um, "Hey guys, what are your thoughts on marrying?" On I, I think we got about another ten minutes, Amanda. <laughs> Ooh. I think we got about another 10 minutes. I'm going to let the 27-year veteran go for that one. Okay, so a- ask me that Diddy, again. Diddy definitely married on potential. <laughs> right. Hey, see, ask me that again. I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. You, you, hey, you 19 years old, I think that's all it is, see? You 19 years old. So you say it's okay to marry. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, don't marry on potential. Marry somebody you think you could be married to the rest of your life right now. You know what I mean? Because just in case they don't turn into what you, you know what I'm saying? The beautiful I'm just swan, saying, you still here, good. And I, and, I say, and I do say that, see, as a parent, you know what I'm saying? I'm being real. As a parent, <laughs> as a pastor, I'm no. saying all of what you're saying. I, I, I would be, bro, it would be evil for me to say anything else. But on love, and this is dangerous because it's on the podcast and people are listening, you know, but I'm just being real, man. If, when I think about just from my experience, if I would have done, if I if it would have been calculated, I wouldn't be I wouldn't have married Didi. Didi wouldn't have married me. You know what I'm saying? Here we are 27 years later, and she was just telling Jameis, like, yo, she was just saying, like when we were doing testimonies, that was the thing she said to him, like, you know, like, yo, you got like she like, I've been married 27 years. This is the best decision that I ever made in my life. But I mean, if we would have if we would have calculated, did all of that. So love is one of them spooky things, y'all. Like you can't I just don't know if you could, and you do got to be careful. You don't want young people or you don't want people, period, getting married and not under the right circumstances. But love is, it's just not, you know, I don't know, Carl, you, you went to school for, you know, in sciences. I just don't see yeah. how you could put love in the science and measure it. 
No, not at all. Hey, but love is real tricky to identify too. You want to make sure that y'all got some core values in place. Absolutely. Love is real I'm, tricky I'm on to all identify. of that. I'm uh, on all of that. But every time I say it, I'm looking at my experience like, E, are you, are you, are you an Instagram, uh, <laughs> a, 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 a Instagram lover, counselor? Because you got uh, none of the stuff you said you did. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and I know my situation is, um, is, is, is not, you know, common. You're an outlier. Yeah. Yeah. That, there it is. See, I'm an outlier. Uh-huh. So don't listen to nothing I have to say about love. Please. Please. <laughs> I um, love it. <laughs> Let's see. Jaleesa said the Powerball is at seven hundred million. What would you do if you won the Powerball? Uh, start with E. Seven hundred million E, and don't yeah. say feed the homeless. Like I, I pay my tithes first. I pay my tithe first. That's right. After that, uh, I'm definitely putting. Um, What's that? Well, Seventy million in tithes. That'd be yeah. nice for APOC. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm 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 straight up, man. Right off the cuff. The Bill Gates started his scholarship. I'm starting mm-hmm. a scholarship in the name of ETA. And um, that's the first thing I'm doing with it, bro. First thing I'm doing with it, putting kids through school. Okay, so can you give us yeah. something fun? Like what would, what would the first <laughs> pleasure thing you would buy or do or what? Can I, can I be honest? Like how do, you, how do you say this without saying this? But I'm, you know, I'm at a place in my life where if there's something that I want, you know what I'm saying? I, I can have it. And I don't, you know, other than a private jet, probably. And I don't have a desire for a private jet. Ding, ding, jet. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I do. No, no. Lord have mercy. I have, a, I have a strong a, desire. She has a praise it, God. <laughs> I have a, I'm talking about a strong desire for a private jet. Yes, and that would sir. be my first purchase before ties. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Tied first, but then I'm going straight and copping me a jet. Let me tell you something. Traveling with these babies, these kids going to that airport, going through mm. TSA. They randomly took off my uh my uh pre-check stuff last time my whole last trip. Like I was like we had like four flights in a row. I don't know. They just decided like you we going to make you go through the regular hookup. I took off my TSA pre-check. Boy, I was in that airport with the kiddos. I'm like, "Nope, I need a private jet." So, first thing uh that I would purchase, you know, pleasure-wise, you know what I'm saying, for myself. Definitely would be the private jet. Lord have mercy. You imagine, mm. and it's a there's a, a clear port, I know because my my unfortunately one of my friends takes one all the time. I got to drop them off every time. I just a little tear falls down my eye when I drop them off. It's just <laughs> pure jealousy and hate. Um, <laughs> but there's a clear port. Should we put this on a prayer list, Carl? Before we five minutes. Should we the, just listen pray to me. The clear port is five minutes from my house. Wow. Five minutes, and you literally drive right to the airplane, park your car, and ju- and run straight up the steps. Bruh, I'm getting me, a, if I hit this Powerball, matter of fact, hurry up and finish this podcast, let me go buy me a ticket. <laughs> I looked up the odds, just for those of you out there, I was like, yo, what are the odds that you could actually win um, the Powerball? And, yeah. and it turns out, nothing. I think I have, yeah, I have it right here. The odds are, um, n- uh, one in roughly 292 million. Um, so you have a one in two, almost 300 million shot at winning. Um, but if you don't play, guess what your odds are? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm about to go get me a ticket right now. I don't get 10. I'm like, people who do that, I'm like, if, I got, if I'm going to hit, I'm hitting off one for sure. Um, so I think it's a dollar. 
I'm like, wow, the lottery is crazy. I see, man, it's so many people. Every time I go to the gas station or something, it, there is like 50 people playing the lottery. I'm like, wow, people still play the lottery. But um, 700 million, I think that might be worth. You know what I'm saying? Just to purchase, just to see if the Holy Ghost ready to bless me with that private jet. <laughs> so, Carl, what would you uh, uh, what so, would you buy? So, because you already got the private jet and Eagle had me working in all his charities, those two were covered. I'm buying a private island. I'm just going for an island. Hmm. I can get there and just spend me and my family makes, can enjoy. Yeah, it. You might be able to get from an island for 700. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about. I'm trying to get a whole island. What you say, E? <laughs> I said it make I said it makes sense. You're from an island. It makes sense. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I'm trying to get a private island. Not that I'm exposed and know that that exists. I'm trying to get a private island so that when I do vacation, I can do that 120. I'm talking about no Wi-Fi on that island. All I need is to borrow CJ keys to the jet, fly over there, and we just chill for however long and come back and work at East Charities. Hey, I'm mad. Carl think we got to... Uh hit the Powerball to get a private island, and Tony got one, and I don't think mm. he hit the Powerball. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gotta, hey, we got to get our faith up, Carl. Uh, yes, sir. He send us some of that faith you got on that battery for the private <laughs> island and the private jet. And maybe we won't have to play the Powerball. So, um, with that being said, any announcements? Shout out to our Breathe You fam. Listen, man, breatheuniversity.com. Come join us, man. You're trying to get your health right. You're trying to get your marriage right. You're trying to get your body right. The whole nine, like... Yo, come join us at breatheuniversity.com. We're doing some amazing things. Now is a great time to come join us, man. People are going to the next level. We got authors. We got speakers. We got business men and women, entrepreneurs. Crazy stuff going on in BU right now. It's a family atmosphere. Um, e is leading the charge with the vegan health boy, keeping everybody <laughs> accountable. I yes, think sir. everybody's doing a health challenge with MBU now, and um, it is the best time to be a part of Breathe University, man, and just hold yourself accountable, man. A lot of you, you got good intentions, you got all those things, but sometimes, man, if you don't have anybody to hold you accountable, it's yeah. easy to sneak that cookie, yep. it's easy to sneak that meal that you're not supposed to be eating, um, but when you got partners who checking in on you, you know, family, you know, you see other people posting, man, it's just, um, it's that much uh, easier for you to stay on track, man. So join a community of like-minded people who, you know, about going to that next level in every area of their life at breatheuniversity.com. E, hit us with a nugget of the day so I can go get Trey ready for school and we can get up out of here. All right, so here you go. Stay positive, guys. And I mean this with all my heart. Stay positive, even when it feels like everything is falling apart. All right? And let me tell you something. It would be so easy, or it is easy, you know, to stay positive and to have that energy at 120 and that vibe going when you and wifey on the same page or you and your kids on the same page or everything at the job is going well or you feeling 120%. God, it would be easy to do it then. Like, I think everybody probably does it, right? But for real, what I want to challenge you with today is when you feeling icky, when your relationship is feeling uh, terrible, right? When things just aren't clicking, Right? When, 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 when it, let's just be real. You having probably the worst season of your life when the bank account is low, no gas in the tank. Everything you said you were going to do, you got none of that stuff accomplished. Listen to me very closely. I need you to still stay positive. And I need you to know that this too shall pass, right? And that your day is coming. But it is not going to come if you live in that negativity. So it's your boy E.T. say, stay positive. Come on, stay positive, even when it feels like everything around you is falling apart. Hey, appreciate that nugget of the day. Y'all go to iTunes, leave us that review. 
Uh, shout out to everybody we'll see in Detroit today. And uh, much love, y'all. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul, with all